Welcome to the Glasgow Girls Club podcast, where we chat to inspirational folks throughout the city about living their best lives and encourage our listeners to grow and glow. This podcast is sponsored by Hashtag Organics. Hashtag Organics is an innovative and passionate industry leader specialising in the development of CBD-based products for the UK and international market. Their ever-expanding product range is the result of dedicated CBD research, cutting-edge science and increased demand by the public who are looking to achieve an optimum state of health. All Hashtag Organics products are 100% organic, non-GMO, ethically sourced and suitable for vegetarians and vegans. In addition, all products and processes are fully compliant with UK regulatory bodies. Hashtag Organics products are 100% THC free, meaning they are safe, legal to use in the UK and won't get you high. The brand's slogan is grown in nature defined by science due to the fact the source of their products is from hemp plants grown in the best possible conditions, but their formulations are a result of the most cutting-edge laboratory, science-backed research and extraction. This marks Hashtag Organics as one of the most premium and pioneering on the market. The company's main retail presence is in pharmacies in the UK, giving customers that trusted environment to buy, and that is also testament to the quality and integrity of the brand. For more information, visit www.hashtagorganics.co.uk or follow the brand on Facebook and Instagram at Hashtag Organics CBD. And as a partner of the GGC website, Web Club members can now enjoy 20% off the full Hashtag Organics range. For more information, log on to your account now or sign up at www.glasgowgirlsclub.com. Hello and welcome to the Glasgow Girls Club podcast. My name is Laura McGuinness and every week I'm out and about in the city interviewing some inspirational folks for you all. On this week's podcast, I catch up with the inspirational Jennifer Hardy. To say Jen is like a superwoman would be an absolute understatement. Mum of three, serial entrepreneur, award-winning success coach, digital marketing strategist, number one best-selling author, actress, columnist and speaker. And I'm pretty sure I've not even included it all there. Completely beautiful soul and amazing human. When you meet Jennifer, you cannot help but feel in awe. And in this podcast, we chat about everything from Jen's top tips for success and positivity, as well as finding out more about her life and the hardships she's come through to come out far stronger. Have a listen. So hello, Jen. Hello. Thank you so much for having me today. <laughs> oh, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Oh, amazing. I'm excited. I've admired you from afar for quite a long oh, time. Oh, same here. Oh, thank you. <laughs> the feeling That's is it. very mutual. Girl power. So tell us all about you. Right, okay, all about me. Um, take you right back to the beginning, I suppose. So Go I was for born it. and bred in Maryhill. Okay. Glasgow. That's where my family are from. I lived there until I was about... 14 and then moved to Bishop Briggs. Okay. Um, I had so much energy as a wee person, so mom and dad decided to put me into theatre classes. So that was my kind of first thing that I loved. Okay. Uh, it was anything to do with performance and music. I went to a school called Oak Grove Primary and the head teacher was a massive fan of theatre. Um, so I, I never really kind of got educated when I was there at all, to be honest, except from getting away to do shows. Okay. Um, like at the King's Theatre, I would go down and do performances and was always in the panels and stuff like that so and um, when I moved to Bishop Briggs massive shock to the system obviously okay. had to actually knuckle down and start to learn like my times tables which I still don't know to be honest 
<laughs> still don't know. Who does um, know? Um, so yeah, so high school was 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 pretty okay. I'm ginger, so um, life was always hard. Been a so I'll tell you about me when I was younger, just so you can visualise this picture in your head. Okay. I was about three stone. The, I was going to swear there, but I'm not like very small. I'm You're a light to swear. Can I say height shite? We, 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 uh, yeah, like height shite. <laughs> okay, because I was um, a short ginger bob. I had braces, glasses, hundreds of freckles, white as a sheet. So if you can imagine this wee, you know, wee girl just walking into the classroom, like brilliant kind of point of reference for any jokes oh, that were put. Okay. So high school, a lot was good. Um, I did definitely not come into my own for quite a while there. Okay. Um, just kind of got my head down. Again, I'm still doing performance though and dance and all that stuff. Okay. So when I got to kind of third, fourth year, I went to Knightswood, okay. which is the dance school, yes. dance school in Scotland, and I was there for a while before I decided only at 18 to move to London. Okay. Um, and that's when I really started to go, ooh. Let's get my hair a wee bit longer. Okay. Found a bit of makeup. Started to kind of get my own style, um, and started to compliment myself a little bit. Um, yeah. So goodness, after that was was there. Um, enjoyed school in London. Then at twenty one, I came home and I fell pregnant with my first son. Okay. So my my whole idea, my whole life was very much geared towards well, I was going to be in the West End and I was going to be on stage and that was my life. Yeah. I didn't want to have. I didn't want to be married, didn't want to have kids. Like it wasn't in my mindset yeah. at all. Um, but at twenty one here I here I found myself um pregnant. Okay. So I had to very quickly think, right, I've got kind of two roads I can go down because I also split up with Joshua's dad, Andy. Okay. Who, by the way, very good friends with now. Oh, okay. But That's not, nice. not at the time, obviously. Okay. Yeah. So we, we split up and I thought, well, I'm now a single mum mm-hmm. to a baby. I'm twenty one and I, I don't know about you or that. That's at tough. twenty, when I was a baby, oh my! Oh. Like I was just trying to come into myself yeah. in those later years, like seventeen to twenty. So at twenty-one, I was still like my head was. Of course. What am I doing with my life? You mm-hmm. know. Um. So I had him, my gran, my mum, my auntie, um. Thank God, all taught me how to be a mum. Yeah. It wasn't an actual thing for me, you know. Um. So had him, and I I just had this thing in my head going, I don't want this to be it. Like, I need to do something for myself. I need to keep on going. Okay. I, I need to create something. So that was the idea for my theatre skills. And that is really what the kind of initial business idea was. Okay. And it was when Josh was maybe about three. Or no, he was a bit older than that. He was probably about four. And I opened up the first theatre school in a church with a ghetto blaster. No marketing behind it and nothing. <laughs> Just like, everybody's going to come. Like, all these kids are going to come. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. Turned up, there was like three Okay. Didn't even like, <laughs> didn't even uh, make ends meet at all for the first few sessions, and then started to have to teach myself on how to market a business. Okay. And then that was it. That was the beginning of all the stuff that I kind of of do all the all the skills yeah. that you've you've got now. Yeah. yeah okay. That was the beginning. So what happened next? <laughs> <laughs> so what happened next? So I did this school, um, had the theatre skills over the course of a couple of years, grew them. Yeah, built them up to a really quite a high standard. Uh, started doing shows. I had an agency connected to it as well, so the kids were in like CBBS and all that. Oh, that's amazing! amazing. Yeah, um, I was still going out and doing a lot of work. So I worked, for example, for the NHS, going and delivering programs in schools. Okay, so I was up with my own programs, um, and I was working really hard. To be honest, mm-hmm. like I was very lucky that I had a bit of a support network, so I did have um and 
uh, mum is full time working, but my gran was around. Okay. My grandmother, and she was incredible. Um, and my auntie as well. Okay. So I was able to, um, yeah, I was, I was able to kind of explore and work a lot. Yeah. So anyway, after that, after I started that business, I started a health and beauty business. Um, okay. Then I started a network marketing okay. one as well. Um, and between all of this, believe it or not, when I was 16 to 20, so I'm going to take you back a little bit. Okay. I went out with this guy called Matt. Yes. And then fast forward to like 25 years of age, uh-huh. I got back with Matt. Oh my goodness. Yeah, believe it or not. Um, so I'm now married to Matthew and we have two girls. Oh, lovely. So you're so a mum of three. Yeah, mum of three. So Joshua to my ex, Andy. Yes. And he is now 14. And then when I got back with Matthew and I said, I'm never having any more children. You know, that's it. Yeah. Matt and I got married and we had Ruby and Joya as well. Who oh, are seven and four. Lovely. Seven and four. Um, and we all, I mean, it's modern day families. Do you know what I mean? Like, we're all friends. We all communicate every day. Okay. Um, even about Joshua. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's, it's a nice, it's a nice relationship. Oh, I love it. How but did, so when did you meet well, Matt? When did I meet Matt? When did you meet Matt again? So the second time. How did oh, that come about? Story. I love that stuff is, like that. Do you love this story? Love okay, so let's do it because okay. it was it was a bit. Yeah, I probably should not have done this. So <laughs> I was single, obviously. Yes. I was single, and my good friend Hugh was, and she was she was friends with Matt. Also, we okay. all lived in London together, actually. Okay. So I met Matt when I was sixteen. We went to school together. Yeah. Uh, Bishop Briggs High, actually. I went away and did Knightswood, yep. but we still kind of knew each other, and then we started dating. Okay. Then. So I lived in a house with Hugh, and obviously Matt, and another four girls. We had a girl group called KIST, K-I-S-T. I love it. Um, do you know Blazing Squad? Do you remember Blazing yes. Squad? We were signed to the same management company. Oh, I, know, I, know. I don't even goodness. know why I say that. I like oh, no, I do. <laughs> I used to love the Blazing Squad. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so we all lived together. So when obviously when Matt and I split up, you know, moved back home to Glasgow and stuff, we, we didn't speak. Yeah. Um, Matt didn't want to speak to me. He was just like, no, no, no danger. Like, yeah. I don't want to. Yeah. I don't. I don't want to kind of chat with you. And obviously, when he found out, I was expecting Josh. And yeah. You know, I totally understand. Totally get it. So anyway, like I said, years pass. Yes. I'm with you. Hugh says to me, "I'm going to go and meet Matt for pizza." Okay. Do you want to come? Yeah. I was doing a show at the time. It was either, I think it was um, Oliver. Actually, I think I was playing Nancy and Oliver, or well, was it something else? Maybe it was Jesus Christ Superstar actually, but whatever it was, right. I was like, oh, I'm going to rehearsal. Um, I can't come. I don't want to see. I mean, you know that way when it's someone that you've had a relationship with, your stomach starts yes. to flip, and I was, like, I was getting all nervous. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, no, I know. And as I was like, kind of freaking out, he walks up the Cannon Street towards oh. me and my friend Hugh, and I turn around and I'm like. Oh my gosh, what am I meant to do? Like, what, what I can't, and do you know that? You can't even speak. Yes. I was so nervous. It's yeah. been so long since I've seen him. Yeah. Um, he actually works in, or he worked in cruise at the time. Okay. So I can just remember sometimes when I had to walk by that way, like, just quickly glancing at it, like, what do you, what do you look like now? Because <laughs> it was not really, like, you didn't really look on social media. No, you know, you know yeah, 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 yeah. I'm saying back in the days, if we're ancient. <laughs> um, so, so, yeah, I've seen him. And uh, he was like, oh, Jen's going to be here, so um, let's go get pizza. And Matt was like, oh, are you sure you can't come and get pizza? And I was like, okay, maybe I'll maybe come and get a slice. <laughs> and it was, he was actually being really nice. And I was like, okay. So we went, we, we sat down. I can't even remember where, we went, where it was we went. Um, and then he was just being really chatty and conversational. Yeah. And, yeah. 
um, and then that was all lovely. And then rehearsal time for me to leave to rehearsal, and he was like, "Oh, listen, why don't you just why don't you stay? Do you need to go?" And I was like, "Oh, no, I suppose I can just dog it." <laughs> so I dogged the rehearsal because it was actually just genuinely nice, nice. hearing about all his family, how yeah. he was doing, because it was part of my life, yeah. you know, for a couple of years beforehand. Um, fine. I had some drinks. He told me that he was nearly single as well. Okay. I was like, okay. Went home. My friend went into the shower and I stole her phone <laughs> and stole Matt's number out the phone. Brilliant. <gasps> how terrible is that? No, it's brilliant. How terrible is that? Uh, I obviously did tell her. Like, yeah. Like, this is how I got his number. Aye, <laughs> but you could have done a lot worse, let's face <laughs> it. I stole his number out the phone and I texted him um, and just said, it was really nice to see you. Uh, lovely to chat with you and I'm so glad that you're doing so well yeah and he had all these new interests and you know he's playing music and all this yeah. really, really cool stuff and he had really moved on um, and the following day I got a message to see me up to Josh was away with his dad that weekend and I was like no I'm not, I'm not doing anything I'm probably going to meet the girls in town whatever about 10 minutes later I showed up at the door with a bottle of red wine Oh, nice, smooth. No makeup on, my hair was <gasps> done, I was still in my jammies, because I was, I was in that period of, like, go out, uh, just stay in and chill. And I was like, oh, God, I was like, what am I going to do? I was like, yeah, come in, come in, come in. Like, 15 minutes in the, in the bathroom, going, <laughs> So that's when I kind of knew, listen, if I was to care that much about what I look like. You've got, there's I feelings must, there. I must, there's, there must yeah. have been something, yeah. We yeah. did, we sat and... We had so much to talk about, obviously, and so many stories to say and so much oh, to, to work through. Okay. And that was the beginning, and I don't think he left my house after that, to be honest. We did go through a couple of months where he was clearly hurting about the fact that you had Josh, and that was a new concept. I don't think he ever thought, oh my goodness, I'm going to be a dad. Yeah, because well, that is effectively, one. yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, there was, he didn't need to take that one at all, uh, that role. So I think there was probably a couple of months of, to and fro used between, to that. is this is what this... I really want? And for me as well, like, am I going back in this relationship because I'm single? Am I going back in this relationship yeah. because I genuinely love this person? Like, what? Yeah. You know, what is it? Um, and and yeah, it turns out that it was because we. Oh, it was such a nice love story. I know. So, like I said, we got married. We had the girls, um, and and listen, it's not all been perfect. By nothing any is. Means, you know, it's, nothing it's not is. Been, there's been. That's what, I can't remember how many years we've been married. So that, we got married in 2012. Um, so is that, that maybe six? Seven, six, six years. Seven years? Yeah. No, seven but years. We've known each other since we were 16. Hey, so okay. we've, grown and we've grown up and we've also grown apart at times. Yes, and come back, back together. together you know? So, um, so you're soulmates? Would you say you're soulmates? I would say we're soulmates, okay. yeah. But I think even when you're soulmates, it doesn't always mean that you're meant to be with that person. Yeah. You know? Yep. So that's another thing. It's like, we are soulmates. We are best friends. Yes. But does that make for a healthy relationship? Well, that's where the work comes in, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. That's what you really need to work on. Yeah. Is, does this work in a relationship capacity? Yeah. So, I mean, we're still, to this day, working on it. We've had periods where we've been separated. Yep. We came back together, you know. Things like, um, and I'm sure you won't mind me mention this, Matt is recovering from, from being an alcoholic. Okay. So, so that was a massive time in her life. Yeah. I had to recover from after having joy. I had terrible postnatal depression. Oh. So I was kind of out of the game for a year. When I was trying to understand who I was. Yeah. Like fall back in love yeah. with life. Yeah. Because I really didn't for a long time. So he's supported me through that. Yeah. Um, very much. Yeah. It's been about 
think it's been like eight and a half months sober he is now, which is incredible. That is incredible. Um, for, for first time sober. Um, so I'm trying my best. I didn't understand at first. Yeah. Because again, it's like having a new new relationship altogether. Absolutely. Because I still do take a drink. Yeah, you know, and the things that you were so wine. used to doing. 100%. Yeah. So that was another lifestyle shift. So this is what we're working through now. Yeah. Um, but you choose to work through these things. You do choose you to work through it. And thank you for being so honest as well. Yeah, because sometimes, like nothing's perfect mm -hmm. and sometimes when people try to portray perfection that's when there's a lot more going on in the background that's not so 100%. no and I, I'm a big believer like relationships of any kind regardless of who they're with are hard yeah, because it's, it's a battle of wills two personalities especially mm -hmm. you've got kids in the mix as well I mean yeah. that's that's massive yeah and they've all got their very strong personalities as well like Josh is 14 so we did have a couple of years where he was quite resentful of Matt because okay. Matt was the other man in the house. But equally, you can dad. understand that totally as well, can you? Yeah, I totally um, understand it. So, right, okay, so that's like your personal... Yeah, it's my personal life. Let's get on to the career and the yeah. businesses and the book. Let's chat about all yeah. this. okay, cool. So, I was actually speaking to you in, this, in the car. Like, yes. I thought this business that I'm doing now, which is Jennifer Hardy, but unstoppable is the kind of tagline that I like to do everything under. Which but is brilliant. Yeah, it's, it's a cool concept. And it comes from a place of not being unstoppable, like by go, go, go all the time, but sometimes actually being unstoppable by sitting back and, and letting the universe help you with stuff or by, by kind of just stopping and taking heed of what you want to achieve in your life, you know? Ah, and then when you get that concept yeah. in your head of what you want to do, it's like nothing's going to stop you from getting what you want. I like that. You know, so yep. because you can't, when I was running the theatre schools and doing all the directing and choreography and everything, I would work nine hours a week sometimes, you know, and I would work for months without a day off. So, and what I mean by that is like, you know, maybe going in on a Sunday for two hours, doing mm -hmm. a class or whatever. So not having a day off is, I mean, it's insanity. I, I honestly believe that a lot of, what I did when I was working like that had a massive effect on that postnatal depression after Joya, definitely. Yes. I mean, there was definitely trauma around her birth and stuff like that, but I was working right up until days before she was born. I went back to work after two weeks, still breastfeeding in my class. You know, like, like literally taking the class, running out. My auntie was there, I was breastfeeding back in. Yeah. I was the main breadwinner, so it was one of those things. Yes. Like, I, I couldn't let things fall. Yeah. And then when I got really sick, I was like, do you know what? I actually let everything go. I just went, take it. Yeah. I'm not, I'm, I can't. Like, I was barely functioning as a human, never mind as anything else. Running like these, else. all these businesses. And yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that's the whole concept behind Unstoppable. It's actually not meaning keep going. Never stop. It's, like, it's, never stop. Yeah. It means whatever you want to achieve in life, you know, you, you won't stop until you get there eventually. Oh, I love that. Okay. So that was two years ago. Started yes. This, um, and the concept came from trying to bring, like I said, when I first started my first business, I had no idea about social media. Yeah. No idea about marketing, really. Yeah. So not only have I taken lots of courses and programs, I had to learn. Yeah. And I had to learn by making shitloads of mistakes. But that's the best way to you learn, know? I think. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so I knew what wasn't working. And it's, it's never change in space. Yes. So you need to constantly be on the ball. Things yeah. like for us now, IGTV coming out. I know. All these amazing new platforms. Free advertising yes. platforms if you're using correctly. Yes. Um, I watch you on IGTV, I have to yeah, say. Yeah, I know this is me just kind of starting to really 
take it on. It's brilliant for yes. anyone that's listening today that hasn't got it and they've got a business, get on it. Okay. Get on it because what's happening at the moment is actually Instagram's favouring people that are using their new platform. Interesting. And they're showing you to people that have the same interests that you would never normally see. Is it a different app? Different app altogether. Yes, it's yeah, I didn't even know that. Yeah, I just did a totally different app. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's it's very much like YouTube. Very much like YouTube. Only okay. Only I feel as if it's even easier to discover new people because it's just on a kind of loop and it just shows you the next video after video. You okay. can swipe. You know, if you're not enjoying watching that one, but it's it's constantly new people in the discover See, section. that's that's very clever very of Instagram because the highlights people love the highlights now. It's taking the highlights to a new level, isn't it? That's exactly. It. That's exactly it. I love that. That's right, exactly okay. So, so yeah, social media, uh, marketing, obviously, think about marketing funnels, like how am I bringing people into my space from a place of authenticity, not being spammy, mm-hmm. like how am I bringing people in to understand what my mission, my business is. So that was the kind of initial thing that I launched was okay. a program, a course, based around that, based around how to write, copy, which, like compelling words for people yes. to into okay to convert them into selling yeah, from yeah. you um branding as well was a huge part of what i wanted to do because i've always had to brand every business i've been in yes and i had to brand myself yes. as well as the person that had these businesses yep. um so that was my first program and that was yeah it was two years ago two, two years, years ago, ago. I know, and that's, that's so you've got incredible knowledge because obviously you're mentioning there about marketing funnels which maybe quite a lot of people won't understand what that is yeah. so can you give us a wee bit of sort of background on that yeah and then maybe give us a few tips on how we how you can hook your customers yeah so marketing funnel if you can imagine an upside down triangle yes and actually that funnel shape yeah the top of it is all the stuff that we do on a daily basis you know all your social media yeah um all your stories um radio interviews podcasts as well could be the top of your funnel yes as well after that, you're really wanting to have your customer or client or potential customer or client get to know, like, and trust who you are, yep. and what you're all about, um, and kind of figure out for themselves, is this someone that I want to keep following? Yep. You know, do I want to like their page? Do I want to look into what their product or service actually is? Yes. And that's then where you're wanting to do something like a lead generation. Okay. And for me, one of the best ways I've done that has been like a video series okay. or it might be a downloadable pdf or it might be secrets or tips yes or swipe files or something that people could just come and kind of copy and paste and it, they can use it directly for their business okay for example one of the best things that um that we just launched there and it was free for a while yes was a media hundreds plus media resources so it was um blogs that you could be featured on and there was like 10 different niches as well health and well-being um, there was parenting, fitness, digital marketing, you know, that kind of idea. Brilliant. And it was 100 plus resources that people could either reach out to or be featured on. There was newspapers, there was magazines, blogs, podcast shows. Okay. Brilliant resource. Brilliant. So that's something that I produced for clients and customers to uh, initially just come and get for free. That must have taken you a long time. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, very luckily now um, I've got a small team. A good, yeah, oh, good. <laughs> but we started actually building that oh, it's like months before we even put it out there yeah because i didn't want it to be rushed and feel pressure so i didn't speak about it very much and just every now and again when i came across one i would add it into the resource okay and, until it got to 100 and i was like 100 plus is brilliant yes and then we'll, we'll we were always updating it anyway so okay it's probably about 200 now um so it's a kind of workable document for people brilliant 
Um, so that's my, that was, like I say, like a gift, if you like. Yes. To come and be now part of my community. Yep. And what we do after that, or what a lot of the funnels do after that, is now want to really nurture someone. Yep. So you've found me, you've kind of went, right, okay, yep. I can potentially see why I like this person, yes. right? or, or their knowledge or their expertise. Like I'm, I'm getting a little kind of transformation from it. Yep. Because something like a media kit is so helpful. Yes. Um, but now I'm going to do a few different things. First of all, I'm going to look at the email sequence. Okay. And the email sequence is going to strengthen their relationship. Because okay. I'm going to give them, let's say, a series of 12 emails which talks about me, yep. who I am, what my missions are, yep. what I do. Yeah. Um, maybe it talks about a little bit of media that I've received, my clients' wins already. Yes. You know, that kind of idea. Yes. Now, remember, the, the beauty of this is it's automated. Yep. I'm not having to send these emails. Once it's set up, once the funnel is set up yep. to go, every single day I wake up, I've got people, new people coming out in my space. Brilliant. You know, yeah. just people that I would never have had the option to meet otherwise. Yeah. So how am I getting them, though, to the top of that funnel? Okay. That's another question. Okay. So Facebook ads, I don't yes. know if you've like, used them yet. So have you, do you think, so I've used them not successfully, I'm going right. to admit. Okay, okay. Do you use them successfully? Yes, but I use them with a very low spend because I'm getting them into a free product. Okay. So I'm not so worried about the conversion into a sale. Yes. Because whenever they come into my space, I'm going to nurture them. So the whole process could take a month yes. before I offer them either to go on a call with me yep. or an actual sale, a sellable product. Okay. You know, it's quite far down the line by the time they've opted in. Yep. Now, you, you kind of need to look month on month, right? The people that are coming through, yes. how much am I paying per person that's coming through, like per lead? Yep. And then how many of those leads are converting into something? Yes. You know, at the beginning, I only had that one program. I've now um, seven programs. Like seven wow. different programs, okay. and, and we've got the retreat now. Yes, a book collaboration project. Yep, uh, I do VIP days, so there's lots of things that I really need to look and go. Right, is it worth spending this money on Facebook ads? Yes, to bring these people through. Yep, if it's not converting to the other end. Okay, you know, because you can track people by using pixels, which is a totally different ball game. Okay, and pixels. I don't know if you've ever looked. Uh, let's say you have been on Izara, you've looked at a pair of denims. Oh, yes. And then either you get an email in your mailbox or you get a wee advert going, Oh, look at these jeans. Yeah, you and you're at? like, How the and hell do they know? <laughs> right, because they use tracking pixels. Yes. This is what this is. Now, then, let, let, I'm, I'm going to be honest, at the beginning, even for this business two years ago, um, this is not how I did it. Yeah. Like I was, I started a little network group called That's My Crown. Yes. Um, I had network marketing, network marketing, networking breakfasts. Yes. Where um, I brought people together. Yeah. And that is how, that's how I met my first few clients. Okay. Actually. It was only after that when I got to a certain point when I wanted to scale a little bit. Yeah. That I introduced the Facebook advertising. Okay. Um, Google ads are something that I've played with, but really never got a lot of results from. Okay. So um, if you're launching a new product, I think it's always a great idea to have some sort of spend or oh, something like Facebook ads. Absolutely. You because do you have to. Work. Yes, you do have to speculate, Dick Emily. I think, honestly, for me, so I was pushing the membership. Mm. And I think for me, I'm just too wordy. Mm. Like, I think because there's so many elements of the two memberships, I was like, and I think, I, and like you, I would never go ahead and put a big spend on something without yeah, kind of trialing it and seeing what I got. And don't get me wrong, like in fact, in, in terms of reach, yeah. 
but like you say, it's different when you're when you're trying to get a sale. And yeah, I, I need to kind of relook at that. I'm also yeah. going to look at LinkedIn advertising as well. But yeah, LinkedIn. I've never, I've, I've used it. Well, not me directly, but I've, I've had a client who we've, we've um, teamed up. Okay. With a LinkedIn, a LinkedIn expert, and we ran ads, and it was really successful. I think the idea for for Facebook ads really is to make sure at that initial uh, top level. Yes. That are coming in for value. Yeah. And you're not selling them into anything. Yes. So they come in for value first. Now that value then might trigger after that a sale, a video of you. Ah. You know, so it might then trigger a video of you because remember you've got your pixels, so you can go you can anyone that's them. looked at that ad. Yeah. Let's retarget them with this video. Okay. You know, and then maybe the video adds to like an, something else. Yeah. And, and then the sale comes a little bit longer. Yes. You know, a little bit later on, and yep. it's that whole process of like I said for me. A funnel is a non-salesy sales process. Yes. Where your customer gets to decide. Yeah. So you're not being spammy. You know, you're not out in front of people going, bye, bye, bye. Yes. Instead, you're going, here, this is all of me. Come and get to know me. Yep. And now let's chat on a more kind of personal level. Okay. And then come and potentially purchase from me. I like that. Yeah. Facebook's a good platform, isn't it, for oh, retargeting? It's, it's really, it does. I mean, they want you to spend money, so they will yes. make sure that they make it easy for you and... It is just something that you need to put the time into, don't you, to learn. That's the thing. And you've done that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, when, when, when was it we were, what we were launching? We were launching something a year and a half ago. I think it was maybe the Academy for the first time. But we spent well over 1,500 pounds on Facebook ads. And you got the return for oh, it, obviously. Yeah, yeah. I think that was around about the time where we did the... It was... Around about an eighty k month, the dollars I'm speaking about dollars. Yeah. And by the way, but eighty k dollars impressive. I know, but you can say that, and it sounds fantastic. But again, just to be really realistic, yeah. it doesn't mean that you get eighty k in your bank by any means. No, of course. <laughs> because you've got team to pay, you've got yeah. designers to pay, yeah. you've got your platforms that you run this stuff on, yeah. you've got your ad spends, you know, you've got your reinvestment. hundred oh, percent. So yeah. I, I always like to be really honest because people get excited when you see big figures. Yeah. But you have to be like, well. Yeah, it sounds great, but you know that's paying for so this many and other that things. And so many other things, yeah. yeah. And especially if you're in, the, in the, trying to scale your business, yes. you know, any penny you make just goes back into your business. Oh, a hundred percent. I know, and it can so be it sometimes it can be yeah. quite like hard. It is. It's Absolutely. hard when you're you're putting everything, you're putting your time and your money into it, and you're like, oh, yeah. when is it going to? But it's just keep going, isn't it? Like you yeah. say, if it's that's your goal, thing, it's yes. That, it's that going, do you know what? Oh man, it looks, on the outside, it looks so fantastic. But, you know, personally, I'm not where I want to be yet. Yeah. I'm going to keep on moving. Yeah. You know, and sometimes that means taking a week out to kind of recollaborate and go, what am I doing? Yes, okay. <laughs> what am I, I like doing that. out with the noise? Yeah. You know, there's so much noise, like on the online space. And I, I love online space so much. Yeah. But if you spend too much time there, yep. following and being influenced, you forget to who you are yes. and what your business wants to achieve yep. and what your mission is and what your students are. 100%. And you start to kind of imitate. So sometimes coming away altogether yep. you know, from, from, from online space, from all of the outside world and just kind of sitting with yourself and going like, what am I wanting to achieve here? Yeah. And what does that look like for me? Yep. 
and then coming back in and being fresh and being you. And being authentic. 100% authentically yourself. Yeah, because people can tell, can't they? You can tell when it's forced or it's not coming from you and you're just like, yes, I think that's so important. And like you say as well, sometimes you can spend so long looking at your, your quote, competitors. Absolutely. And you're just like, they might be doing something amazing. And then you're like, but actually that's not you. Yeah. So it's like, oh, good for them. That's not something that you would do, so... There's a brilliant quote, and it's, don't compare your six months to someone else's six years. Because you're always looking at people going, oh my gosh, they've had all that success. Now, for me, it would have been easy to go, her business was a success overnight. Yeah. But people forget that I had been building platforms for a long, long time. Yeah. And the platform that I built when I did launch this part of my business, even though, okay... 80% 80% weren't the right clientele. Yeah. It was also people that followed me either through theatre. Yes. Or through the health and wellbeing stuff. Yep. You know? Yeah. So, uh, and business people for the net, for uh, network marketing. Yes. So many people in that yep. realm as well that I was friends with um, and networked with. So it's not as if I started from absolute scratch. Yes. And I think that's really important to remember. Yeah. You know, and I do, listen, I'm, I'm one of the worst. I'll go on and scroll and go, oh my goodness. Yeah, I've been doing it for 10 years. I know, everybody does that. It's a human way to be though, isn't it? But it's just trying not to... Because people get talk about like social media affecting your mental health in terms of like body image, Mm. in terms of different things like that. But from a business perspective, it can affect your mental health in terms of success. Absolutely. Or perceived success. Absolutely. So sometimes it is just a case of stop the scroll, whatever it's for, stop it. Yeah. And you take a step back. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. And actually, for the last, I was saying to you, the last six months, and um, some things that were in my business, I started to feel a bit of a disconnect with. Yeah, okay. And it was because it was becoming so money driven. Yeah. And I do, or I did, sorry, work with coaches that were very money yeah. orientated and driven. So it was like, right, 100k month, 100k month, you know. Yeah. And when it's actually mind blown. When I, when I stood back from the situation, I was like, oh my goodness, like five, ten years ago, having a 1K month in my business was enough. Yes. Why am I putting so much pressure on myself? Oh, you know, I know. Driving myself yeah. crazy. And it became not anymore about having that life of ease and joy and yep. being able to vacation whenever I wanted and yep. spend time with my kids and take time off. Yeah. It started not to, to be like that. Yeah. Um, and what I did was I actually unfollowed everyone that I was looking up to. As wow, that's a big step. I know, like everybody. Any coaches that were out there doing something similar to me, yep. just unfollowed everyone. Yep. Um, didn't unfriend them. Yeah. Because <laughs> I had nothing against them. <laughs> I was just like, I am getting so confused of what, what my, my own voice is. Okay, okay. Uh, and I'm starting to sound like other people. Yep. And I'm starting to kind of lose my way. And I did take round about kind of six months. I, I was not off by any means, still serving loads of clients, but the marketing side of things, I just kind of stood back from yep. and was like, right, what what do I want to do? What is my what does my business look like? What am I trying to build? And something that was huge for me, which we spoke about, was travel. Yes. Like I wanted to be able to travel a lot yep. more. Um, but yet for some reason I kind of didn't push the retreats as much. Yeah. You know, so everything I was kind of doing was was forcing myself into a corner. Okay. You know? Yep. Um, of working more than I wanted to. Yep. Uh, working some evenings, which I didn't want to. 
um, and not being able to travel as much either. So obviously that's changed now, you know, and just in the last few months I've completely changed the whole back end of what my business looks like. But um, that's, a, that's incredible and that is the beauty of having your own business oh, it is. and it must be, it's liberating being able to do that. Absolutely. So you, and it's to know that you can change things, yeah. you know, at any point rather than yeah. being, it's not like when you're, when you're working for someone. Yeah you can't really make these big changes to the business. Or maybe you can if it's a small team and your boss is really open to Absolutely. it. But when you're working maybe more corporate, you're kind of just doing your day-to-day. But whereas when you've got your own thing, and it is like your child. It is. And you're wanting to nurture it, and you're wanting to write, okay, this is the route it's going down. That's the beauty of it. And you can take your business all around the world. Yes. Which is something that you want to do. Yeah, absolutely. And that was it. I, I wanted to be able to travel whenever I felt like it and, um, and be able to take time off. Yeah whenever I felt like it so certainly in the last few months that's what I've got back to which is amazing and you know what I probably came back a whole lot more confident okay because now I know that what I'm saying and how I'm putting myself out there yeah is me brilliant okay you know? and it's not it's not a replica of anyone that I've heard yeah you don't want to be a replica no 100% because other people will have heard that yeah. Boy, so it's like totally. you want to, and you are you and you're unique and what you've got to sell is unique and say is unique. So talk to us about the retreats. Yeah, these are pretty awesome. So my first retreat was in uh, Mykonos in Greece. Okay. And then that was in the, in the May last year. And then in September we went to Bali. And Bali stole my heart. It really, it. really did. Bali in Indonesia is absolutely beautiful. Um, and there's just this vibe to it. There's a, yeah. obviously a lot of people go there that are influencers. Yeah that are digital marketers, that um, are kind of, they call them digital nomads and entrepreneurs because yeah. you can live like a king very, very cheaply yeah. there and it is so beautiful yeah. as well. Um, so yeah, so the re- retreats for me, there's there's lots of brilliant retreats out there which are very healthy and well-being yes. inspired yeah. and that's certainly the next one that I want to go on personally. Yeah. But the ones that we do are very much driven by, by the kind of business focus. Okay. So we, in, in Bali there, we had a, a great team. Um, we did things like social media, branding. Yep. We looked at funnels. Yes. And actually mapped out what a funnel would look like for each of the businesses that were there. We looked at the kind of back ends of people's businesses as well. So okay. the operating systems that they have in place. Like if you were ill, could someone come in and run your business for you? Okay. Now I must admit at that point, I was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, no one could. You okay. Know? Yes. No one would even know where to start. Okay. Um, and that was great for me to hear, and everybody else was there, so there was then things that you could put in place. Yeah. We also do when when you're there, though, a branding shoot. So you have a, oh, your own personal branding shoot yep. and a two to three minute advert made. Okay. With whatever you want, it might be you know welcome to your community. Yeah. It might be a sales advert. Okay. It might be a new program you're launching or whatever. Yeah. Um, so that, so that's, that's really yeah, good value. How, how much do you mind me asking how much because that's amazing value no I don't know what it is in the UK pounds but it's $3,500 okay and so that and you're coming away with a personal branding shoot yeah, a video absolutely. your personal whole operating shoot, system your, your video your your entire business um, with a, a real strategy behind it and, and an understanding that you know how to scale your next steps as and well. plus a holiday and a holiday so it's a, is a how You're long is that retreat it's a week holiday it's as a well week holiday, seven days so you've got two travel days um five days of training and um, actually i'm lying four days full of training and one day is an experience day okay so the day that we had um for example in bali 
we were picked up at about six in the morning, so we'd seen the sunrise Blame. in the paddy fields. We got taken to some of the most beautiful spots in Bali. We learned how to make some of the offerings that they make okay. in their praying and things like yeah. that. And then we got to, to one of the most incredible temples that normally don't let you know tourists in. Okay. But I found this this amazing woman who who took us. We were all dressed okay. in traditional Balinese clothing. Amazing. Went to the temples, did a water ceremony, okay. a clearing, a water clearing yeah. ceremony. And then all went for lunch and seen a shaman in the afternoon. Wow. I know. Wow. So it was really, really amazing. And then I host two parties during that retreat as well. And okay. then the next time it's, it's free for you to explore and to look at. So it, it does sound a bit pricey, but for what you're getting. You know, oh, the value. You know, yeah, yeah you of course. You want to down, you know, doing a branding shoot. Yeah. Doing a video. I mean, that would be three and a half K in. Yeah, I know. That, I know. It's, it's expensive, that yeah. stuff. Never mind then actually having expert guides there for your entire week well that's the and thing just, yeah you're just sitting about like talking business and yeah, it's you know just, it's know. so chilled and relaxed that's lovely so that's and as well cool. see women like see is like doing a video or or having a branding shoot or something don't get me wrong the photographer's always a very good guide but especially if you're doing a video like if you don't really know what it is that you're wanting to get i'm sure you would be fine tuning it with them so that Absolutely. it's like so before we even go out we or I send them quite a few different things to do. Okay. Um, so you know, looking at their wardrobe, um, practicing photography. Yeah. Uh, poses or even what they want the the, the scene to look like. Okay. So we can set up for them, and then their script. Yeah. Like I said, I used to look at the arts, so writing and scripts and stuff like that are things that I absolutely love. Yes. So I actually ask them to send me that. Okay. So that I can share it with the videographer. Yeah. So we can get an idea of what that looks like. So the creative part of it's done for them as well oh that's amazing so some of the videos would be shot and the photos were just incredible brilliant so uh, everyone went away really really pleased and there's still space on that then there is for Bali yeah um there's still we've got three spots left now I've not okay. I've not marketed September because initially we were going to do one round about this time okay um but we've changed now so I think it's it's the end of September to the 4th of October okay is when is when it finishes um so I think it's 27th to the 4th well, we can post yeah. a link, yeah, like absolutely. underneath, if anyone, yeah. because I'm sure there'll be people listening. That, but that sounds amazing. Um, and because of people, a lot of people probably doesn't or don't know me, so I'm so happy just to jump on a call and have a wee chat about it to see if it's something that would really benefit them. Oh, I think you, you have to be at a certain kind of point, either want yes. to take your idea and like run with it, yeah, or kind of have quite an established business. Yeah, to absolutely. To get everything that you need to get with it. So you've written a book as well. Yes. <laughs> She is unstoppable. Um, she is unstoppable. It's the story of twelve female entrepreneurs okay. around the world, um, and I interviewed them all. Video interviewed every one of them, and from there, um, put this book together. Wow, which is pretty awesome. And we launched in London and New York. Okay, and we got a number one international bestseller through Amazon within about three hours of going live. <sighs> so that was pretty epic. I mean, being in New that York. Holding your book with these other incredible women around you that have obviously you've, you've got really close with, it was just uh, it's very hard to explain. So you know, when was that? That was just in December, yeah, just last year. <sighs> yeah, we launched in November in London, and then December was New York. That is wow. Yeah. So we're doing volume two at the moment. That comes out at the end of November. Okay. And again, we do our launches London and, and New York again. Um, the end of this year, and then of course the retreats in September. 
How long did it take you to do? Pull that. So say the first book. How long did it take the you to do book that? Took me about seven months. Okay. Seven months from beginning to end. And did you self-publish? We self-published. Yes. Okay. We self-published, but I wanted a little bit more than that. Yeah. So we we self-published, and the profits of the book went to Womankind Worldwide and Women's Aid. Oh wow. Which was really cool. Um, but I managed to get us into Waterstones as well, which was pretty cool. And that's a bit of a hard hard thing to do when you self-publish. Okay. It's yes. A lot of competition. Yeah. But but yeah, you can go in and we're we're listed. So if ladies are listening, they could go yeah, into Waterstones. You can go into Waterstones and just go behind the counter and ask them. She's unstoppable. And if it's not there, they can order in. Wow. <laughs> or you can go into Amazon and, and have, a, have a read. But yeah, we're, we're working on volume two, like, in May, but then they... Wow. It's cool. so cool. It's really, really cool. It's so cool. So you have done so much and achieved so much. And you, you. you make a success of the things that you do. So how what are your top tips for success then? Top tips for success. Um I would say to be very patient and kind to yourself. Okay. And believe it or not, which sounds counterintuitive, but you have to celebrate the small wins. Like okay. the tiny little things that you do every day. Mm-hmm. So every single day I wake up in the morning and I do gratitude. Okay. And what that might be different for you. It might be, you know, you pray or do a bit of meditation, I just say, you know, to whoever is the whoever is that's listening, whoever's I'm quite listening. spiritual, but I believe in so much. Okay. Like, you know, like, you're the most mixed up religious person I know. <laughs> I believe in God and Buddha and, like, everything. everything. Um, so I just say thanks. And then at night, I, and sometimes I don't even get the chance to write it down, but I just go through in my head, like, everything I've achieved in that day. Okay. Because it's very easy to lose sight of, you know, you've got this big goal. So the big goal was to have a really successful book. Yes. Now, in the run-up to that, so much, like, life happens. I've yeah. got three kids. The chances of something going wrong in my day is very high. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, it's not just me that I've got to look after. Yes. You know, I've got a dog as well. Okay. Right? So the chances of my day being completely thrown off kilter is up there. Um, so I need to not get stressed or worried yeah. that that big, massive goal is being sidetracked because of life. Okay. Because that is why I'm here. Yeah. To live my life. And then all this stuff is a bonus. Yes. You know? So I think I had to kind of reshape um, what success was. For me, when I was a bit younger, success was making loads of money. Yes. Buying a yacht. Nice. <laughs> and designer clothes and all that. Yeah. Now my idea of success is just being able to make some sort of impact every day. Oh. It's totally changed, you know? Yeah. Something else I'll say as well is the way that I look, to look at money now is totally different. Okay. I used to look at money... I suppose a little bit of how much can I make from a bit of a good point of view. I'm talking, you know, years ago. Yeah. Now for me, money is literally an exchange of the energy that you're putting out there in the world. Okay. If I put enough good out there, I'm going to be compensated financially. Okay. And sometimes you don't know how that's going to come. Yeah. But it will come and you'll be supported. Okay. Is what I like to believe. And I see this when I when I put this concept into people's heads, it always ends up transpiring for them, especially okay. like clients, customers. They're like, wow, you know, I'm starting to see that. The amount, if you can just know that every day you're waking up and you're doing good, yep. you're doing your best, yep. you're helping others in some yep. way, sometimes unpaid. Yeah. You know, unpaid. A lot okay. unpaid. Yeah. <laughs> right. And then people are always like, oh, should I be doing this for free? Yes. Yeah. When you think you're giving away loads for free, give more. Okay. You know, and you will be supported. It will all come back. So do you believe in law of attraction? 100%. Okay. Yeah, 100% I do. Yeah. And the only reason I believe in it is because I've seen it happen a million times for me. Okay. 
you know, I really have. And I've seen it happen to other people as well. Loads, you know, when when you're coming from a place of scarcity or lack, um, it's, it's very hard to keep on pushing forward. But if you have the faith and the belief and the gratitude, yes, that you know what, you have what you need in that moment, yeah, you will get more. But let's try and be grateful for this first, okay, and then more will come. It's always happened that way, yeah, it's always happened that way for me. Um, even when I've been like in really bad places, trying my best to wake up in the morning, especially when I was talking about postnatal depression, yeah, even then, if I knew all about law of attraction, it's very hard. Mm-hmm. When you're feeling like that, to believe that good times are going to come. Yeah. But it is trying to trick your mind by doing that journaling, you know, mm-hmm. by doing those kind of, oh, okay, I'm, thank- I'm thanking you that I'm in this place mm-hmm. because I know that there's a lesson in it. Okay. I don't know what it is yet. Yep. But I know that, that it's going to be shown to me. Now, for me, I, I obviously did come out the other end of, of feeling, like, honestly, like the pits of the earth. I now know why I was put through it because since then I've had so many people that have came to me mm-hmm. that suffered from postnatal depression okay. and not had anyone to speak to about it. Right, okay. And not had anywhere or anyone to sympathise. And some of these people are hugely successful and they've buried all of this. Yeah. Um, so now it's all these little lessons that you go through in your life that then enable you to build connections with people that you probably would never... You would never have been able to. Be able to. Yeah. And like I said, when, if you're in the middle of it right now and you're feeling it at the moment and you're not in a good place, it's very hard to honestly believe yes, that is. some good's going to come of it. You're like, how can any good come of this situation? There's no way. Yeah. But if I can say to you today that I swear down that there will be yeah. something good and there will be a lesson. And you know, when you're reflecting on this in years to come, you'll be in such a place of, wow, now I can see the, now I understand. See the dots. Yep. What is it they say? You know, you can't make some, you can't see your future self as success without joining the dots by looking back. It's when you look back, isn't it, that you go, "Wow, that's why I've done that. That's why yes. that's been successful." Okay. Not because of something that happened last week or last month or yep. last year. It's actually been from when I was a wee girl and that incident happened and yes. then I got stronger. And then I. So if you actually look back right now, wherever you're sitting, and think about your journey up yep. to this point. And all the times that you have been successful in small ways. Yes. I think that empowers you to be. To oh, absolutely. I, I 100% agree. 100% agree. Oh, wow. Okay. No, I like that thinking because, but what, so say someone's listening to us just now and mm. maybe they've not been through something that's been traumatic or yeah. anything, but they are maybe feel, maybe they are quite a negative person because it's quite, it's probably easier to be negative really. Mm. Well, for such, like when it comes to certain situations, do you how would you suggest to someone who's maybe woken up and thought oh, today's going to be a bad day like the gratitude thing for sure but what are your tips on kind of turning the negative to positive right so this is going to sound mental right okay and it's one thing that even when my kids see me doing it they're like something wrong you know <laughs> I stand in the mirror yeah and I literally put my fingers at the corners of my mouth and I make myself smile right right <laughs> And I do it to the point where I can take my hands away and I've actually got a smile on my face. I'm smiling now, you can probably hear it. <laughs> because what it does is it sends a chemical reaction to your brain. Right. It tells your brain that you're happy. Okay. And it lets the endorphins flow. Now, if you don't believe it, Google it. It's true. Okay, okay, <laughs> it's true. okay. That's one of the things that I literally do when I'm feeling that 
like, oh my goodness, like, what, what am I doing? Yeah, yeah. Or why am I putting myself to do this? Like, I've maybe got a really hectic schedule, whatever it is. Yep. And I'm feeling really negative. That's the first thing I do. I look in the, I look in the <laughs> mirror and I smile. And then what I do, if I'm feeling really bad and I'm in a really negative space, I obviously get attitude is brilliant. Yes. Um, I mean, I, I love doing a little bit of reading. So I tend to either like come across a new podcast or okay. find a book. Yeah. And I literally type into the search engine positivity and I like, read a page. Okay. So what can I get to try and change this mindset? Yes. What can I get to shift this? Yeah. Uh, and it might all all I need sometimes is a sentence that yeah. makes me go right okay yeah it rationalizes things rationalizes right. yep. for me something else I do is I actually look at my diary and I go right what what can I get rid of today yes because again it's that thing about not pushing yourself yeah like I'm allowed to have shit days yeah oh god do you know what I mean absolutely everyone of course is, everyone is you just have to get into the thinking of that this is just a shit day yes it's not a shit week or no. a month or a year yeah so today because I'm feeling like this. I'm going to make things really easy for me. Yes. So what can I get rid of out of this schedule that I don't really need to do that yep. I can maybe reschedule or... Yeah. And I think that is something I want to get across as well because self-love and self-care isn't always luxury baths and, you know, champagne yeah. lunches. It yep. can be as little as cancelling plans. Yeah. As putting your phone off and watching a movie on the couch with your jammies on. Yeah, oh, how good is that? You know what I mean? How good is that? Oh, like, it's that so is, good. That is... It shouldn't be radical, but it seemed radical to us, you know. I know, it's I know, like self, I know. Self care. Self care. So I look at that, and I think is there anything else I can get rid of? Um, can I? Can I? Can I maybe go for a bath in the afternoon or a nap? Yeah. Let me just go for a nap. Let me put some music on. And, yep. And just and I just take it easy for that day, and then, like I said, when I go to bed, I'll think about some things that I could be grateful for on that day. I'm grateful today that I stopped. Yep. And I listen to my feelings and I listen that I'm not having a great day today yep. for whatever reason, you know. And that's something else I've learned, like, to get quite graphic. But the time of my month, like, I may as well take that entire week off work. Yes. Because I'm an absolute shit <laughs> Like, I don't want to do anything. I'm tired. I can't be bothered talking, really. Yeah. Like, I, I get very, um, what's that word, introverted. Yep. And then I'm like, what's wrong with me? Yeah. And then, it's, and then you're like, ah, always, like, always, always, yes. always. Now it makes sense. So it might be tracking that. It's going to be helpful for you because yeah. I've tracked it. And if I've got anything big and special, VIP days, yep. live events, yep. I never, ever have it at the time that my PhD. Okay. Because there's no point. Yeah, but that's just clever strategizing yeah, strat- your schedule. It's, it's strat- it is. Oh. So don't have anything important that week because I'm okay. not going to be able to function. <laughs> Um, so so that as well but I think it's just that it's it's going I'm having a really bad day today but trying not to let that fall into weeks and months and listen I'm saying this only now because I'm out the other end and I can reflect but when I was in it it was very hard to do that yeah it was very hard you know even when my kids came in and tried to talk to me I didn't want to get in my bed I didn't you know and and how I got out of that situation really was well actually the um, what do you call them the crew of people um, called them crisis crisis okay. team. Okay. Um, it's when I was on the bus actually, and this this guy came out with a girl, and they sat beside my bed and and just spoke to me. And I don't even I don't even really remember you know what we spoke about because I was in such a dark place. Mm-hmm. And then he said, "I'm going to come back tomorrow. Do you think you'd be able to come and speak to me in the kitchen?" Now even that to get into my bed to the kitchen, okay, was a massive big deal. Okay. Um, and then when I got to that point. 
he said, but let's have a look at all you're doing. Just do a new full piece of paper for me, mm-hmm. things that you've put on. And I created it 10 pieces of paper. paper. And he's like, listen, you're going through this, mm-hmm. not because of anything that you've done, but look mm-hmm. at all you've got going on in your life. Mm-hmm. So one was like a charity project. One was a show that I had happening in NHS, like all these things. Yeah. And he's like, you know. This is stuff for 10 people. This is stuff for 10 people. Yeah. Not super many. Yeah. So that's another thing that, that I would suggest if you are in that position where you feel as if you can't pull yourself out, mm-hmm. you know, write down everything, like write down what it is you're trying to achieve in a week. Yeah. How many hours are you working? Yeah. What are you doing? Are you pushing yourself too hard? Yeah. Is there any space in that schedule yeah. for you to look after yourself and put yourself first? Okay. And people always hear me say this and go, oh my goodness, how can you say that? But I come... Personally, I need to come before my kids. Yeah. Because if I'm not okay, yeah, my kids can't be okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not full. My kids cannot be nurtured and looked after and happy and and joyful. Yeah. So you need to make sure that, especially if you're a mum of any kind, yes, that you you have to put yourself first. Yeah. You have to. Absolutely. Self love, and then you know what, work and money and all the rest of it, that can sort itself out. Yeah. But your health. And your mental health and your physical health matters. Is your it's it really I mean it's everything, isn't it? It is. That is what my mum always says, your health's your wealth. Yes. You don't have it, you don't have, you don't have anything. anything. You don't have anything. Yep. So look at what you're trying to achieve, like I said, and then think, right, what can I let go of? Yeah. Or can I go into my work and have a discussion with someone and say, This is how I'm feeling? Yes. I either need help and support or take some time off. Yep. You in this day and age will be able to do that. Yes. I know you things are getting to, a lot better now, are aren't they? Yeah. Things are getting a lot better. If you have your own business, then you know it is up to you to make those changes. And that's the beauty of like you said, of having your business. Yeah. You can make those changes. I think it's scary, isn't it? When you're like, Well, I've got this business, it's not working, but I don't want to change it. Yeah. Because it's it's my business. Yeah. Change it. Just change it. Change, change it. it to make you it know, work. It might take a month or two or three to get those changes in place, but yeah. If it means that you're getting your sanity and some time back, that's the happen. Ah, brilliant. Now that's so good. People will be listening to this and wanting to know how they can get in touch with you and oh. how they can join your network and different things. So how can people do that? Um, I've got a new website coming out. It should be ready soon, actually. And it's www.jenniferhardy, and it's I-E, okay. Uh, .com. Okay. Um, it's pretty cool, actually. I've got a few things on, on that platform that you are able to actually be on as well. Like, okay. I've got guest bloggers that come on. Brilliant. Um, so I've got a team already when, when we launch that. Um, podcast, TV show, which I'll be starting again next year. Brilliant. I took a, took a year off of doing that. I did like 10 episodes last year, which was quite cool. So how can so, how can people watch that? YouTube? Yeah, just YouTube. Okay. TV. Okay, brilliant. Yeah. Um, the podcast is on iTunes. Okay. And I think there's about 50 or 60 shows. Brilliant. And it's just 10, 15 minute snippets. Yes. Um, of learning about people's businesses and, and okay. a little tiny bit about, about their life and their journey there. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm so happy that you reach out. Instagram is jen.hardy. Uh, and again, H R D I E, and come and follow me and give me yes. a shout and let me know what you're doing. And and if you're interested in anything that we've spoke about, then just reach out. Oh, brilliant! Care. Absolutely. Well, we'll I'll post all the links underneath yes. the podcast, link to your retreat and everything, uh, so anyone listening to this can easily can easily find you. No worries, no worries. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast. You're so welcome. What a story you're you've so got! Welcome. I have to say thanks for being so honest because. Yes, yes, yes. 
you really you really were there and I think yeah. that that's going to be very helpful helpful for people definitely I think that just for people to know that they're never alone in any of the things that we spoke about today is yes. really important you know ask for the help ask for the support yeah um, and even if that means reaching out to complete strangers like me or you yeah yeah totally <laughs> we we are I love that saying you know you can sit with us like come and tell us yeah there's no way that we're going to say we don't want to know uh, exactly you know? so there's always someone here to listen Amazing. Oh, well, thank you. I mean, I'm so inspired. I'm just, oh my God. <laughs> you. What can I go and do now? <laughs> no, honestly, thank you Take so over much. This country, please. please do that. Oh, Jesus, I'd be We're rubbish, man. I'd be rubbish. I'd just be like, party. Yeah, exactly. Big festival. Everybody loves each other. Big festival for Scotland. Back to the 60s. That's maybe our 70s. Anyway, but thank you so much, Jen. You're so welcome. And we'll speak to you soon. Thank you.